The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 24th chapter. Jesus said to his disciples, About that day and hour no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together, one will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you know not on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore you must also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, it's good to see that the tryptophan has worn off on our kids, so that's good. And I also thought maybe I should just invite all of you to come up to the steps, because that seems to really engage with a lot of energy and excitement and enthusiasm, so I love it. Well, I hope all of you had a blessed Thanksgiving and got plenty to eat. Uh, today uh, is the beginning of Advent, and with today, we mark the beginning of a new church year. Pastor Westermeyer made reference last weekend on Christ the King Sunday that that was the last Sunday in the church year, and now today, with the first Sunday of Advent, we mark the beginning of this new season. Now, the word Advent simply means arrival. And so we are entering into this season of rebirth, of renewal, and arrival. It is a season, it is a season of knowing that Jesus has already come and living in the hope of his promised return, living in the hope of his coming again. Advent is also a quiet season. It's a season of waiting, of watching, and of wondering. In other words, the season of Advent is countercultural in many ways. And one of those ways is because of one big obstacle that tends to get in the way of us entering into this sacred and special time of year. And that obstacle is Christmas. Think about it. Christmas is four weeks away, and we are already seeing signs of it all around us. People are already leaning in to December 25th, and I get it. I do, because I find myself leaning in that direction at times, too. 
But here's the thing. If we rush too quickly to the manger, we miss out on so many wonderful, good, and important gifts along the way. Today's reading from Matthew is a perfect example. Matthew, in today's reading, is not at all interested in Christmas, but instead is focusing on an apocalyptic day in the unknown future. Now, each of the first three Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all include teachings about the end of time. And one of those passages is more often than not read on the first Sunday of Advent. It's an interesting welcome into this season, is it not? But it reveals to us some beautiful things along the way. Now let me be clear. These readings are not about some global catastrophe or a horrific end of the world. That apocalyptic imagery that we often imagine is better suited for books and for the movies. And often that imagery and those feelings are created by an individual or a group of people who create fear along the way of their, they themselves playing God. And so this, that belief, that message is just noise and is often a distraction from what we're hearing in the scriptures today, what we're learning in our scripture reading from today. Because at the very root, apocalypse means to discover. It means to unveil. Or better yet, it means to pull the lid off something. I love that definition, to pull the lid off of something. So yes, in today's reading, it is full of signs of the end. But remember, people have been predicting the end times for thousands of years. In fact, each and every one of us have heard someone over the years predicting when the end of the world as we know it will come to pass. All of us here have heard that. But in today's reading, Jesus reveals to you and me something very different about his promised return. Jesus is pulling the lid off in this moment of anyone who has claims to know when the Son of God will return, who claims to know more than the angels or the Son of God himself. I'm looking at Matthew chapter 24, verse 36, right out of the gate this morning. Jesus said to the disciples, about that day and hour, no one knows, neither the angels or the Son of God know about Jesus' return. Did you hear that? Today's reading speaks of a time of great uncertainty and perplexity that even reaches to the angels and the Son of God. Not even the angels or the Son of God know when Jesus' return will occur. Now the good news for you and me is that we know 
that we're not alone in these feelings of uncertainty. For 2,000 years, people have struggled with this very unknown, and it's just as real in our lives as it was then. And I will say this, that anyone who claims to know when Jesus will return to judge the living and the dead should be suspect. Okay? Now, the good news here is that Jesus does not expect us to know everything. Okay? Jesus does not expect us to know everything, especially when Jesus will return. And that's okay. Those feelings of uncertainty are part of the biblical story. And the truth is, those feelings of uncertainty are also part of our life story too, right? And the good news here is that we're not alone in those feelings. That we have lots of people who have gone before us who have experienced those same feelings around the unknown. But this is where Advent then reminds us and challenges us That in the meantime, between now and Christ's coming again, between now and the unknown, that we're called to a life of work. Just like the two that were out in the field and the two women that were grinding meal together. We are called to a life of work in the spirit of wakefulness, of watchfulness, and of faithfulness. So during this season, over the next four weeks, we are reminded to focus on the here and now and place all of our energy, all of our gifts towards the needs of the world around us today. And we do so hoping and trusting that God will continue to transform us more and more into the hands and feet of Christ in this world so we can reach out, proclaim, and inspire. And when we do, that is enough. So the season of Advent is really a wake-up call for you and me to keep awake to the needs of others, not in far some distant future, but in the here and now. Today, we hear Jesus call us to do two things, or we're reminded of two things. One, we don't have to know everything, and that's okay. And two, we need to do something. We can't just sit still on the sidelines. We need to do something. So yes, Jesus may return, may appear in the clouds someday like a thief in the night, But before that, over these next four weeks, we are reminded that in the meantime, Jesus will appear to us in our neighbor who is in need, our neighbor who is sick, who is poor, who is hungry, who is hurting, who is imprisoned. In the here and now, We are called to do something, so we must be ready. We must be awake to the needs of others in our world. Now, I want to invite you to join us in going deeper during this season of Advent. And one of the ways that we're doing this, Pastor Westermeyer made reference to it in his welcome, 
is every day at 8 a.m. on our live stream channel and then also on our YouTube channel uh, as well as Instagram, is that right? No, YouTube, perfect. So <laughs> you're invited uh, to join us for daily Advent reflections. And this year we're using a book by a Benedictine monk, a German monk named Anselm Grun, and it's called Your Light Gives Us Hope, 24 Daily Practices for Advent. And this is a beautiful way to enter into this season of waiting, of watching and wondering to enter into this season of arrival. Kids, how many times did I say Jesus? Anybody have a number? How many? 13, 13 times! <laughs> Welcome to a new year. Welcome to Advent. Let it be so. Amen.